We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am uh, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances, it's what we do on this podcast, and so glad that you're listening to the conversation uh, with Mo Param, who is financial advisor and partner in the firm Cloudvestors, which is a fiduciary firm ready to talk to you, blending the best of both worlds, the, uh, the, the virtual aspect, but also with the human touch. And Mo Param, hello once again. Dave, thanks for joining me today. How are you? I, I'm great. I'm great. We we are covering today because in the last podcast, we tackled some of the unpleasant topics. We talked about divorce and death of a spouse. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty somber uh, podcast, but but, you, it, but but informative. You got to do it. You got to do it. And you I know that a, a lot of people put off estate planning like uh, like they would maybe a root canal. But, <laughs> but estate planning is also something you have to do. And we're actually, this is, this is something great that you shared with me from Chris Hogan 360. It's actually entitled Six Steps to Estate Planning. So um, this, was a, this was a fascinating article that you should check out, chrishogan360.com. But we're going to look at estate planning on the podcast today. What is it uh, overall? I mean, there, <laughs> it's not just, we used to think, okay, you got a will, you're covered. But it's not. It, it's more than that, isn't it? Yeah, there's more layers to estate planning than just creating a will, signing it, putting it away, and say that you've done your estate planning. It's more complicated and more complex than that. Uh, but it's one of those things, like you mentioned before, you can push it off, and some people may push it off because it's not it's not the most uh, fun thing to talk about. It could be boring, and in some aspects, can be overwhelming. But it's necessary, and it's necessary to have these things in place because, you know, what you want to do is you want to make sure that all your assets are transferred in the right way to the right people, to the right organization uh, when you pass away or uh, when you're at the point where you can't make those decisions for yourself. So at least you have these legal documents in place to make sure those things uh, are done as you as you wishes, as you would want them to be done. So, you know, estate planning at the end of the day is the process of deciding who who do you want to have your assets when you pass away. Yeah. And, you know, that, that the word estate can scare people off or may 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 think that they are they're not part of that club that needs an estate plan because they're not wealthy. Right. But estate right. estate estate is your assets. You know, your money, your house, your car, um, if you own a business, your business ownership, um, you know, your assets, the things that you've accumulated that you want to pass on to other people. Yeah, that's a great point because you may people may think that, oh, I'm not I'm not wealthy enough for estate planning. I'll just mm-hmm. do a will. But if we look at that, yes, you're right. It is your assets, and that can be so much. What comes under that list of, of when you make a list of your assets? What comes under that umbrella? So, like I mentioned before, like your home, any type of real estate properties that you have, whether it's a rental property, a vacation home, your vehicles, um, your cash that are in your savings account, your checking account, retirement retirement accounts. You know, we're talking your IRAs, four hundred one ks, four three bs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Um, and your possessions, even like jewelry, furniture, 
And like I mentioned, and also for my business owners who are listening, your interest in your business. Mm-hmm. You know, these are your assets that that you have accumulated, whether it's you know whether it's a thousand dollars or whether it's two hundred million dollars. These are these are your assets that you've accumulated, and it makes sense that you transfer them to the right direction, in the right direction, and to the right people. What about all the documents that you've accumulated over the years that really, they kind of tell the story of your life. You have to be be able to put your hands on them. (laughs) I mean, they really do. When you think about all the documents, it's like the life and times of Mo Param. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I'm I'm in the process of uh, buying a new house now, and I forgot all the paperwork that goes along with Signing a uh, signing a loan and getting a new mortgage and and all the pa- and all the paperwork that goes with purchasing a home. But yeah, you know, you, if you think about all the paperwork that you signed your name to and provided your social security number and and uh, put your personal information on, again, that could possibly that could be another reason why people are overwhelmed with the idea of estate planning. But you know, when you gather your documents, you you want to look at your life insurance policies, your long term care, your long term care insurance policies. So basically, get a good sense of all the insurance policies that you have. Mm-hmm. Then your titles uh, for your vehicle, the deeds for your house, uh, marriage license. Um, unfortunately, you know, if you have any divorce papers, you want to make sure you bundle those all up together, and uh, partnership agreements if you have a business and. Uh, you know, military discharge papers if you were in the military, but you want to gather all that information. And another thing you also want to make sure that you have, and you want to gather them and put them all in one place so that your um, your family knows where the documents are. That's another key thing, because if you pass away, you don't want your family members to have to go scrambling around your house or your safety deposit box or anything of that sort to try to put together these documents for you. But you also want to make sure you have all your username and passwords uh, located at once with these documents as well. So uh, if anyone needs to go online to your accounts, because most of us are doing most of our banking online, uh, and if you if your your spouse or your ch- children don't have access to those accounts, uh, it's kind of hard to pro- to move forward. So again, all that information you want to have it all together. You know, for our clients with Cloudvestors. We actually create a personal financial website for them. Each person has their own dedicated website. And in the website, there's something we call the vault, V-A-U-L-T. Oh, I the, like the, that. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. So it's a it's a secured storage site where you can upload all these type of documents. And uh, again, share your password with someone you love and someone you trust. But in case something happens, at least the documents are stored there. It's, it's just another record keeping process. I mean, I love that. I was actually going to ask if you provide that service. That's great because, you know, the old school way, and of course you could still could have this for your hard copy, but if you imagine who you leave behind looking for all these documents, look at, look at this. He filed marriage license in the L's. <laughs> I would have thought he would have put it in the M's. So, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it too, and it's just that extra layer of protection for all those critical documents too. Yeah. Really extra is. layer of protection. And, um, uh, and speed, you know, the, the probate process uh, can be hard and can be tough and can be arduous and long. So uh, you want to make sure that uh, actually estate planning will help bypass the probate pos- process. But again, um, having these documents in order in one place would just make things uh, move uh, smoother. You know, I personally, we're going through that right now. My aunt passed away. Uh, I want to say uh, bad that I don't know, but the exact date, but it was in June. Right. And and my sister 
is going through all these documents and trying to figure out because my cousin, my aunt's uh, son, is autistic. And so we have all these documents we have to scour through, um, all these contacts we have to uh, go through and connect because we want to make sure that you know he gets the, uh, the assistance that he needs. But we cannot move forward until we, until we find all these documents. So uh, personally, it's become a pain in the butt for us. But we're I'm a living and breathing proof of why this concept really is something that everyone, and by no means was my aunt uh, wealthy at all. Um, but she needed estate planning, right. and you know, right. you can you can lead a you can lead a horse. What is it? You can lead a, a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Exactly. You know, we 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 right. talked to her for months and almost almost years, actually, to be about to be honest, about creating a plan. Man. Yeah, yeah, and you know, no one thought she didn't think she was going to die. Like most of us, don't ever think that uh, we know when we're going to die. Right. But unfortunately, it happened, and yeah. you know, we're we're right. we're living through it right now. Well, I mean, that, that's a great point. And, and that leads to not only getting that plan together, but communication with your family, too. Getting them together. Communicate with them what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, especially your spouse. <laughs> yeah, your partners, right? You're, you're partners in life together. So you want to have these conversations as uncomfortable as they, as they may be. But, you know, do your best to not make it uncomfortable. You know, this doesn't have to be a... Uh, uh, a two month conversation over and over. Uh, but you know, you want to make sure you, you dedicate some time, some special time to talk to your spouse about the estate, about what direction, where you want things to go. Should you pass away? And both of you, you know, you both want to have those com- those conversations because you want to make sure the two of you are on the same page, have the same goal. Um, if you have kids, you want to also have the conversation with them as well. Um, and sure. if you're single, that uh, does, doesn't, doesn't uh, mean that you don't have to do estate planning. Uh, my, my aunt wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And so the conversations that we were trying to have with her are things that anyone, single, married, kids, no kids, should be having with someone they trust, a community that they, that they trust. So they so everyone's on the same page of what needs to be done if, the, if you're no longer here or if you're still here but can't make those decisions mentally. I just wanted to mention before we go further, estate planning, of course, that's just one part of financial planning. And and, and Cloudvestors and, and Mo Param, they cover all of that. And Cloudvestors.com is where you can learn more about Cloudvestors. And, and you can set up a, a consultation with them and, and a talk with them. As I mentioned, you know, you do get the, uh, the best of both worlds, the technology of today, but the human touch still. Speaking of having experts with you like you, Mo, at Cloudvestors, who are you going to need to have on your side when you're doing estate planning? <laughs> uh, you, is it a team you need to help you with it? or? Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a team. You know, depending on the complexity of your estate, uh, you may need to have more people in, to your team. But you also, you also want to have a financial planner. You want to have the, your advisor that's there that knows your assets, that knows your goals, um, that knows, you know, what direction you you want your assets to, to, to be in. If most of the times your financial advisor is the one who is managing your inv- at least your investable assets, so they'll they'll have a better knowledge of your investable assets, where they are, um, what custodian they're with, and can provide you know statements and records to provide to your loved ones. So that's the first person who's on your team. Again, you may want to also talk to an estate planning attorney. You know, they're the ones who will create the documents uh, like a will and a trust 
a Powell fraternity. They're the ones who are going to be creating the documents. So as much as I talk to my clients about estate planning and we put estate planning processes together, the actual documents that are involved in estate planning, um, we don't provide those. So you want to talk to your estate planning attorney um, for those. Uh, you may have you may need a CPA or a tax accountant. Depend again, it's all depends on the complexity and the and the layers within your estate planning. So you you know you may have like I mentioned before, you may have a CPA and accountant uh, that can help you with avoiding estate taxes. So right now, uh, the estate tax to to you can actually give about eleven point five million dollars if you're single and double that twice as much if you're married, that and avoid estate taxes. So estate taxes, get this, Dave. Estate taxes are taxes that are that are rendered on your estate after you pass away. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. remember, they, remember that that they line called that it says the death tax. Is that the what death son, tax. it's been called? The death tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that joke? Uh, two things you can't avoid is death and taxes. And <laughs> so even when you're dead, you you might have to pay taxes <laughs> yeah, while the, you're dead. The two can come together, right? <laughs> the two can come wow. together. Um, but you know, there's a big margin. Like I said, eleven point five million dollars if you're single. Yeah. You know, twice as much if you're married. So, you know, if your estates are higher than those numbers, again, you may want to consult a tax accountant, a CPA, to to help you uh, put together a tax strategy plan to avoid, uh, or at least to reduce some of your state taxes. Oh, phew! I'm just coming under it. I mean, I'm close. But I'm, I'm close. Yeah, yeah I'm Dave, just yeah. coming under that. Let's look at everything then <laughs> in estate planning, which is such a broad term. Let, let's break down everything that comes under the umbrella, starting with the will. What is the will? What what is the will covering of today? Oh. The will of today. Okay. You still have so, being of sound mind in the language of it? Yes, yes. So okay. you have to be of sound mind when you sign the will. So a will is a document, and essentially what it does is it really just tells the people in your life what you want to be done specifically with your with your assets once you pass away. Mm-hmm. So once you pass away, your family will have this document, and it will instruct them on what to do with your your money, your house, your cars, or whatever it is, uh, and where, it, in which direction it needs to go. Now, it can be fairly simple. Again, depending on how much how much assets you have, but um, and you can and if you do some good estate planning, you know, if you have retirement accounts like a four hundred one k IRA, uh, annuities, life insurance policies, you actually name beneficiaries directly, so you can even uh, avoid some of the the complexities of a will if you just name a beneficiary to your life insurance policies, because those will go directly to that person. Right, okay. But, but for the other assets, I mean, you can't name a beneficiary to your watch or to your great-grandmother's um, heirlooms. So you have to have a will that sets up mm-hmm. uh, the, the direction of where it wants to go. So that's what a will is. Now, let me ask you this. Here's something that you don't even have to die to do, but what are the advantages of and when would you have a living trust? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So a will is uh, essentially the directions if you pass away. Okay. Mm-hmm. A living trust is a, uh, if you're alive and you still want directions to be done with your assets and you want to remove them from your estate, you want to remove them from your ownership, mm-hmm. you have a trust. So it's a living trust because you're still alive. So this trust ends up owning your documents, I'm sorry, on your documents, ends up owning your assets. Mm-hmm. 
And so now the trust owns it. It's out of your estate. And then you have to have someone that manages the trust for you. But this is a, a good way to you know, help with legal protection. So in case you're sued, you, know, you don't have any assets under your name. The asset is now uh, uh, ownership of the trust. So it's a great way to, to shift um, the ownership of some of your assets while you're alive. So someone uh, can't, yeah, it's actually, it's, it can be good strategy in many ways, can it, if you enter into uh, long-term care, possibly? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't make decisions for yourself, or you don't want to make those decisions. Uh, you can, you can make, you can move those assets out of your out of your estate, yeah, and put okay. it under the trust. Which leads us to powers of attorney, and um, and that's something important to have someone to make those decisions on your behalf. It's a very fancy title, isn't it? Yeah, powers power of attorney. Of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> it is some power to it, though. There's some power, uh, the a financial. So there's two powers of attorneys. There's a financial power of attorney and there's a medical power of attorney. Mm-hmm. So a financial power of attorney literally acts on your behalf and makes financial decisions for yourself. And so they they can legally sign documents re- revolving your finances um, in your name. And so that's what the financial power of attorney is. So you know if you can imagine if you are in a hospital, maybe you're in a coma. And, you know, we need some, like I said, like I mentioned, you're a business owner and some checks need to be signed, but you are incapacitated at this point. Well, who's going to sign those checks? Who's going to make those financial decisions? Right. It's complicated if there isn't anyone who can legally sign your name. So a financial power of attorney uh, allows someone who you trust to make those decisions for you. And uh, a medical power of attorney is the one who can make medical decisions on your behalf in case you can't make them for yourself. So uh, you mentioned long-term care. So imagine if you have Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, your mental capacity just isn't there. Um, someone, you've you've elected someone to make medical decisions for you. Or even a do not, uh, and you need to make, if you do not want to be resuscitated, you need to make that known. And um, let's say, suppose you're in a coma. And whether or not, you know, I guess it depends on state law to state law, yeah. uh, whether you're, you know, on life, remain on life support. Yeah. Imagine if, uh, you know, dad is on life support, doesn't have a medical power of attorney and son had a conversation with the dad and he said, do not resuscitate me, yeah. but never had that conversation with the daughter and the daughter's like, don't you dare pull that. Then block. it's a squabble and then the fight. It's a squabble. And the courts are involved. And, <laughs> oh my You're gosh. on TMZ and everything, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to end up on TMZ. I think we all are one day. If you live long enough. <laughs> what, what is umbrella insurance? So umbrella insurance, uh, we're all familiar with homeowners insurance and car insurance and you know property and casualty insurance. So an umbrella insurance adds a layer of protection on all of your assets. So again, in case you get sued, and you know when I was starting out in the financial planning in- industry, I worked with a lot of attorneys. Um, they were my clients, and I told them, you know, I- even the younger ones, uh, the ones right out of law school, I said, mm-hmm. if you got into a car accident and someone saw in your business card that it said JD at the end, all of a sudden the sprained ankle ended up being, oh, I need surgery or, you know, I'm, I am I need some back pay for work because I'm missing work for, you know, for six months and they may sue you. And so they're coming after your assets. So an umbrella policy 
basically goes over the scope of the limits that you have within your personal home insurance and mm-hmm. your personal property insurance. The, home, the umbrella policy just gives you an extra layer of protection so you can increase your, your uh, basically insurance on your assets. You can go a million or two million. So if someone sues you for more than your homeowner's um, insurance would, would cover you for, then you've got this umbrella policy to take care of you. And of course, life happens. So even yeah. though you've made, you've done your estate planning, life happens. So you have to go back and do a checkup or, or revisit the plan. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, my partner Andrew, you know, always says, you know, financial planning is a living and breathing thing. And, yeah. And, and that would transfer to estate planning. So as life changes, you want to update your your financial plan. So we recommend. Um, at least well, for us, obviously, when we, when we do our annual reviews with our clients, we go over their financial plan um, and see if there's any tweaks that need to be changed and uh, anything that needs to be altered. But the same thing with your, with your uh, estate plan. doesn't necessarily mean we have to make changes. It's just good to review it, especially if you moved out of state. Um, if you were married, if you uh, were divorced, if you, divorced uh, you had kids during that time when your last time you updated it. You sold the business. You purchased the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sold the house. You 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 bought more property. You know, if anything material has changed in your life since the last time you 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 had these documents in place, it always makes sense to just review it. So, you know, during the end of the year, I'd say you know things seem to uh, life seems to slow down uh, as we get closer to the end of the year. Uh, people, are, you know, you're usually in a good spirits. You know, pull up those documents and just see if it makes sense to add some changes or reviews uh, or just make sure that everything is intact exactly as you want it to be. Good information, uh, Mo. And also uh, just props again to the site we both read. And it's an excellent, uh, excellent information on estate planning at chrishogan360.com. Let me mention another website, cloudvestors.com. People go to that website and they set up financial relationships with you, Mo, and Andrew, and, and the team at Cloudvestors, whether it's for getting started in investing or setting up their retirement plan, many components to that. And I guess you could say estate planning is one of the many components you could look at as one of the many components of retirement planning but if you just want to get help in setting up that estate planning uh, you can simply go to cloudvestors.com and have uh, someone who is an expert lead you through that process yeah our team is our team will walk you through the process and um, and we'll reach out to you and our, our resources of uh you know if you don't have a CPA if you don't have an estate planning attorney that you that you know we have resources that that we can uh, definitely share with you. So yeah, like Dave said, we, like they, like you said, Dave, we offer the the ease of virtual and digital planning, but have the human touch. You have your uh, estate, you have your financial planning team at the drop of a dime virtually. I like that. And I really like the vault, too. It's nice to know. I mean, it just kind of helps you feel better about your documents if they're stored. And you can still have them in the fireproof safe filed incorrectly. You can also have the backup of the vault through cloudvestors.com. And and the words of wisdom from Mo today, one day you will end up on TMZ. (laughs) Just wait for it. Just wait for it. (laughs) Let's get together again soon, Mo, and talk finances. Yes, let's do it, Dave. And um, again, as always, uh, rate us, share us, like us. 
um, just pass the word around. We're here to help and uh, provide as much education as we can. So, Dave, as always, thanks for joining me, and I'll see you next time. Absolutely, right here on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.